Welcome to Fading Memories, a supportive podcast for those of us caring for a loved one with memory loss. Jennifer and her sister chose MBK Senior Living for Mom, and as tough as it was, it was the right decision. MBK has a culture of genuine care, one that puts the needs of residents and their families first. They achieve this by building on a solid infrastructure of warm, inviting living spaces and impeccable amenities in attractive, desirable locations. Then their commitment to providing relationship-based care and their attention to each individual sets them apart. MBK gives back to their community, which is especially meaningful to our family. Their commitment every day is to practice compassion and to pay attention to residents' needs so that they can be nimble enough to adjust care accordingly. Their core motivation is, let our family help your family. And I can tell you that for our family, that goal is achieved. Mom seems happy, she has friends, and it's certainly a much better situation for her than living with us. At an MBK Senior Living Community, their motto is, we are all family and here is home. For more information, go to their website, mbkseniorliving.com, or give them a call at 949 949- Two four two one four zero zero. Hi, welcome back. I've got a great episode here for you today. It's December and it's that time of year we're all struggling to find gift ideas for our loved ones. And we know that finding the right gift idea is a challenge, but finding a gift idea for a caregiver or a senior with memory loss can really make your head explode. Well, I'm here to help. Today, I get personal and I offer up my list of gifts for caregivers and gifts for those living with Alzheimer's or dementia. I've had a lot of practice, so you get to benefit from my experience. Just to break it up a little bit, I'm going to let my husband tell you about the gift ideas for caregivers. Since I'm the caregiver, I thought it might be helpful if he read the list, even though since mom doesn't live with us, I don't particularly need most of these ideas for myself personally, but I do hope that they will help you. So here's John, and I'll be back with you in just a minute. Hey, this is John here, and here's the list of caregiver gifts for this holiday season. Just for you, a daily self-care journal. Just for you is a daily self-care journal that guides the writer on a journey of self-discovery while intentionally exploring the seasons of life 365 days a year. Each daily prompt encourages the writer to uncover creative self-care solutions and rediscover personal visions and desires. Ultimately, this is a creative tool to boost and inspire the recipient to live their best life by focusing on integrated health and happiness into each day. This journal blends daily writing prompts with monthly fun activity pages. Use the blank lines to capture one or multiple years of daily responses. Personalize the journal pages by adding splashes of color and creativity. Whether received as a personal gift or offered to someone who needs encouragement, this journal enables a fun and positive ripple effect in just minutes each day by allowing the writer to creatively focus on wellness for the mind, body, and spirit. Freeze and go slow cooker meals. Assembling simple yet tasty meals a caregiver can throw in a slow cooker and forget is heaven sent. Once they're nearly done with the gifted meals, you can make a bi-monthly date to drop shop and do all the prep work with them. The socialization while tackling practical matters is a twofold gift in itself. Jennifer has linked some sites that have some easy suggestions. How about 20 meals in four hours? 
If you need lots of ideas, there's another link with 72 recipes of them with corresponding shopping lists. You can find all the links in the show notes. Uber Eats gift card. Maybe you're not a cook or perhaps you want to give them something even easier than a plop and go slow cooker meal. We all like restaurant meals, but sometimes it's not easy to get to a restaurant. Bring one to them with Uber Eats. Uber Eats has hundreds of restaurants to choose from. When they open the app, they can scroll through the feed for inspiration or search for a particular restaurant or cuisine. When they find something they like, tap to add it to their cart. Subscription to a meal delivery service. A meal subscription service is an ideal gift for the out-of-town sibling to give to the person doing the caring. Now that is just the two of us, Jennifer and I use Blue Apron. We've discovered flavors and ingredients we never have tried otherwise. We waste a lot less food, too. There are dozens of those as services. My friends like Sun Basket for their healthier options. There's also HelloFresh and Home Chef, just to name a few of the many services. Respite Care. One of the most thoughtful gifts you can give a caregiver is time away. There are many home care agencies to choose from. You just have to find the one that will do the short-term care. Visiting Angels will provide care for as little as four hours. I can promise you those four hours will feel like forever. If you can't afford a service, maybe you can relieve them of chores for an afternoon. Go to their home and make a nice dinner while they relax with their loved one. Just make sure you give them the much-needed time for themselves that they need. Personal Care Services Find a local nail salon or buy a gift card. This is a gift that works for the caregiver and their loved one. Jen takes mom to a local nail salon for manicures and pedicures. Trained professionals are a blessing for pedicures because you don't want them to run the risk of cutting their skin and causing an infection. You could also get gift cards for hair salons, massages, car cleaning, housekeeping, or yard care. And I'm sure you can come up with even more ideas. Self-care themed subscription boxes. If you've listened to the episode about Senior Delight, then you're already familiar with the specialty gift service. In researching gifts for caregivers, Jen came across a couple more. These can be for either the caregiver or the senior. Love One delivers to seniors a gift box of thoughtfully curated products that focus on healthy living, quality of life, nutrition, and fun. Then they send the subscriber, usually adult children of those seniors, an email detailing the items in the box and an engagement guide to encourage great discussions and interactions. Uplift is another gift service. Alexa, the founder, can fill a sweet little box with meaningful things that will help you build rituals for self-care and hopefully introduce you to your best self. Amazon gift card. Taking a person living with Alzheimer's out to run errands can be a real challenge. Amazon has everything and you can even set up scheduled delivery of items that they use all the time. This is much better than a midnight run praying your loved ones stays asleep while you get that much needed item. Thanks, honey. It's so nice when husbands can be helpful. Now I'm going to give you ideas for gifts for those living with memory loss, and I'm going to start with the early stages. Activity books like crossword puzzles or strategy games make nice gifts. Make sure that whatever type of puzzle you get It's enough challenge to stimulate their brain. A family photo album that highlights a specific family member on each page. This will allow you to help them reminisce about each person. Make sure their name is prominent so there is no struggle to remember who they are looking at. 
How about some classic movies or TV shows that they love and probably remember every word of? Watching something very familiar can be relaxing and soothing after struggling to remember normal things all day long. These could be on VHS, DVD, or downloaded to a streaming device depending on their level of tech acceptance. CDs or a specifically designed MP3 player for the cognitively challenged with all their favorite music is a great idea. Music seems to reach deep into the brain and bring out memories long buried. People with a brain disease seem to respond the most when they hear familiar music. Sometimes they sing along when they haven't spoken in a long time. Music can be so powerful. It makes a fantastic gift. How about a large puzzle? Have a favorite photo or portrait turned into a puzzle. That's twice the enjoyment. You can get these made at Walgreens or online at Shutterfly, which has lots of options to choose from. Then there's Images of America books. I've linked some of them from my favorite things page because there's a lot to choose from. But of course, I'm partial to the one about the San Francisco Bay Area. Assorted everyday greeting cards and a personalized return address stamp are very thoughtful. This thoughtful gift will make it easy for them to stay in touch with those that aren't living nearby. You could pair it with a calendar of family and friend birthdays and other special days in their lives. Calendars that include a photo on an important date like a birthday is especially touching. Now, mid-stage in the disease. How about a large display clock that shows the day, date, and time? These are quite popular with seniors and there are a lot of options. Or how about an automatic prescription dispenser? This could be a really good transition from handling their medications on their own and not being able to remember to take their medications properly. Maintaining their independence as long as possible is good for everyone. Automatic nightlights, or better yet, the switch plates that have built-in nightlights from Snap. They're attractive and they don't take a much needed plug. We have these all over our house and we love them. You can also get them with regular plugs and USB chargers combined. They're super easy to install too, which caregivers will love. Many of the early stage gifts may also work for those in the middle stages of brain disease. Others include really soft bathrobes or throws, grandma and grandpa word searches. There's lots of options. Make sure to check out my favorite things page because I've added a lot of great stuff. Buying through our website will also help cover some of the cost of producing this podcast. Now, the hardest stage, which is the later stages. That's where my mom is at. And unfortunately, when your loved one is in the later stages of a brain disease, gift giving is a very fleeting experience. The best thing you can do for them is to be with them and give them experiences that you'll remember when they're gone. Of course, those are pretty hard to put under a Christmas tree or exchange on Hanukkah or birthdays. Some ideas for those of us dealing with this stage are pretty simple. Some loved ones may respond well to a realistic baby doll or stuffed animal. You might recall on the episode of The Committee, Corey's grandmother had a realistic baby doll that she mothered. This is not an uncommon behavior, and there are quite a number of these dolls that can be purchased. Comfortable and easy to put on clothing is always good. I have an upcoming episode on smart adaptive clothing, which you might want to check out their website now. 
Very stylish and practical everyday items we all need is what Smart Adaptive Clothing has created. The sleeves with Velcro adjustments are great for us shorties who always have coat sleeves that are too long. It's a good idea if you're buying your loved one clothing to buy things that are familiar or similar to what they're already wearing. Otherwise, they may think the item doesn't belong to them. Trust me, I've been there already. Items that are adapted for better everyday living are great too. Specifically designed utensils so they can more easily feed themselves or plate guards that prevent the food from getting pushed off the back of the plate make mealtime more pleasant for all involved. If your loved one has trouble drinking from a standard glass, they might benefit from a specially designed cup with a lower front that requires less tipping than a standard glass. If they prefer a straw, why not be environmentally friendly with some stainless steel or glass straws? They're pretty cool and they won't get stuck in a tortoise's nose. One of my favorite items are aloe infused socks. They're warm and fuzzy and my heels don't get all dry and cracked. You can also get aloe infused gloves. So now most of the dry skin issues you're dealing with can be easily solved. And I'm sure your senior will love the soft, fuzzy, feel good socks and gloves that'll help keep them warm. There's even a product that I've ordered for myself, a back applicator for moisturizers or medications. I take really hot showers in the winter and I have wanted a way to apply moisturizer, moisturizer on my back and who knew that researching gifts for the memory challenge would solve one of my own struggles. I've put quite a few items on the favorite things page that have been recommended by many of my guests offline, families I've met in person, and things that looked highly useful in helping make caregiving just a little bit easier. I'd appreciate it if you'd order through the website. It doesn't cost you any more, and the commission we'll get from Amazon will go a long way in helping me keep this podcast free to you. Now, you've found some great gifts. You've wrapped them up. Sometimes the family gathering on a holiday can be a little overwhelming, so I've got suggestions for giving a gift to someone with memory loss. You probably wouldn't think that how you go about giving the gift could be as important as what you give, but it can. Keeping in mind that someone with Alzheimer's or dementia has a brain disease that screws up the processing of normal interactions. Remembering this and acting accordingly will go a long way to preventing negative situations. Gift giving also doesn't have to be relocated to a specific holiday. Everyone likes giving gifts and the attention received while opening the gift is a positive interaction with feel-good outcomes. So how do we set the stage for positive gifting? A family gathering can sometimes become busy and boisterous in a good way. However, this overt expression of joy can be misunderstood by an individual who has a brain disease. Jubilation becomes loud noises, glee becomes confusion, confusion can be caused by the perceptual problems caused by the disease. This isn't always the case, but it's helpful to keep in mind that our loved one's brain might be faulty when it comes to processing emotions. If your loved one is becoming irritated or nervous, it's time to slow things down a bit. Maybe have the kids read a story or sing songs that your loved one remembers. The celebration is all about being together and enjoying each other, so modifications might become necessary to achieve this. Making your loved one the center of attention for a little while might help them enjoy the festivities. 
Give them feedback about the gift, even if you think they should know what the gift is and how to use it or what to do with it. It will help them process what they're seeing. A game might not be immediately recognized as a game, and we know that certain games make terrific gifts. Attaching memories to the gift might also help them to appreciate what they're receiving. For example, if mom is confused over the jigsaw puzzle, you could say, Oh, mom, a puzzle. I remember when I was a kid and we spent hours doing puzzles together. Don't ask them if they remember because they may not. Music is also a terrific gift. Music that they can remember can relax them and can provide a path to reminiscence. Oh, we used to dance to this song all the time. Let's dance now. Powerful stone triggers. It's important to involve the person with dementia as much as possible, but it's not always easy, as we all know. And some suggestions the Alzheimer's organization has is to build on past traditions and memories. Focus on activities that are meaningful to the person with dementia. Your family member may find comfort in singing old holiday songs, watching favorite holiday movies, or looking through old photo albums. If you haven't checked out the Alzheimer's Association's website, alz.org, they have tons of information, but I'm going to share some stuff that popped in on an email this afternoon because I think it applies to what we're talking about today. And they talk about adapt gift giving for somebody with Alzheimer's or dementia. You definitely want to encourage safe and useful gifts for the person dealing with dementia. Diminishing capacity may make some gifts unusable or even dangerous to a person with dementia. If someone asks for gift ideas, suggest items the person with dementia needs or can easily enjoy. Ideas include an identification bracelet, comfortable clothing, favorite foods, and photo albums. Definitely put respite care on your wish list. If friends or family ask what you want for a gift, suggest a gift certificate or something that will help you take care of yourself as you care for your loved one. This could be a cleaning or household chore service, an offer to provide respite care, or something that provides you with a bit of rest and relaxation. And you heard all the same stuff from Hubby just a few minutes ago. Now, if your loved one lives in a care facility that makes gift giving even a little more challenging, something that I've been aware of for the last two holiday seasons now, a holiday is still a holiday whether it is celebrated at home or at a care facility. And here are some ways to celebrate together. Consider joining your loved one in any facility-planned holiday activities. I did that last year with mom uh, for Thanksgiving, mostly because it actually landed on my actual birthday and I thought it would be a good time to spend with her. And it was very nice. The food was great. And watching her friend eat three desserts and not remember she'd had three desserts was pretty funny because I can't eat three desserts and still wear the pants that I have. So I highly suggest you you give them a try. You can also bring a favorite holiday food to share with them. You can sing holiday songs and ask if other residents can join in. And then, of course, you can read a favorite holiday story or poem out loud. So that's some tips from the Alzheimer's Association. Like I said, their website is chock full of great information. So that wraps up my suggestions for gift giving. All of this is on the show notes, or you can go to directly to the website, fadingmemoriespodcast.com, 
Everything is linked there. It's the same as the show notes. And I want to give you guys my best wishes for a great month going forward. I know December can be stressful and confusing and throwing in caring for a loved one with memory loss just makes all of that 10 times harder. And I'm sure there are more times you want to just say, forget it. Let's just not even worry about the holidays. But I don't think that's what we should do. I think it's a really good idea to can't do. And there's certainly a lot of things they don't remember. And making memories, positive memories for yourself, I think hopefully will be something that you will appreciate down the road, probably when they're gone. As many of you know, I have been dealing with my mom's memory loss for nearly two decades, which is a very long time. It's been most of my adult life. And in talking to one of my guests, upcoming guests, I realized that my mom has had memory issues most of my adult life. And it's difficult to remember when she didn't have this struggle. And she is slowing down and the disease is progressing some more. So every day that I have with her that we can do something enjoyable is another positive day for me to remember when she's gone instead of the negative things like thinking I'm her sister, not remembering that my dad is gone. All of those things that just nick at our hearts and make caregiving that much more challenging. Those are the things we need to forget. So I hope this list and I hope my suggestions for gift giving will help you this holiday season. And the Tuesday before Christmas, I'm going to have survival tips because definitely we're going to need some ideas on how to have a really great gathering without upsetting, stressing, or causing an issue with our loved one because that's no fun for anybody. And I want everybody to have a great holiday season, regardless of what you celebrate, but especially for those of us that celebrate Christmas, it can be wonderful and stressful all at the same time. So I'm here to give you as much of the wonderful as I can. So thanks for listening today. And this is one of my shorter episodes. So yay, finally, not an pl- hour plus. And I appreciate you being with me again. And I will be in your ears again next week. Are you looking for a way to connect with your loved one? Maybe an activity you can do together instead of sitting around answering the same questions over and over again? Have you checked out two lap books yet? If you haven't, you're missing out on something that I am certain you and your loved ones will thoroughly enjoy. Two lap books have changed many of the visits I've had with mom tremendously. These simple read aloud books were created specifically for memory challenged adults. You see, people living with Alzheimer's eventually lose their ability to initiate conversation with others. Because of this, these uniquely adapted books, quote, give voice to these loved ones. By using the book's large, simple text and beautiful, colorful illustrations, we can initiate conversations. Most noteworthy, we can make meaningful connections with our loved ones and help stimulate their mind. Caregivers will enjoy sharing these books and creating purposeful, interactive activities for engaging people with memory deficits. Reading these books together could very likely bring out memories you can cherish together. 
there's a link in the show notes to the My Favorite Things page on my website. The page is linked to the Amazon pages of all my favorite books and products that have helped me with my mom over the years. Definitely check it out. I'm certain you'll find something that will help you like they helped me. That's why I created this page for you. Hey listeners, can you do me a big favor? Can you click on the five star button right there on your phone? Or head over to Apple iTunes and leave a rating or review? This is how new people find my podcast, and I can't be a supportive podcast if people don't know I exist. Thanks so much.